Hello, and welcome to The Jam. This is for when your life and your toast are a little dry. I'm Joanne. And I'm Maddie. And together we make The Jam. And we're excited to sit here and chat with you. So grab a cup of something delicious. Enjoy the show. (laughs) Dave and I are really on the survivor kick right now and it's funny because sometimes you see them like i mean i guess it gets cold but they're somewhere in the tropical climate they're always usually in bikinis but at night they like pull out these sweatshirts i'm like where did your sweatshirt come from i haven't seen it and they have like the hood up and they have their like bandana thing pulled over their entire face and they're yelling shut up at the other people and <laughs> you literally look like a zombie also you're sleeping on bamboo which has to be uncomfortable has also, to be basically in like the most ramshackle thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, so funny. What do you guys think of Survivor? Um, I, it's so intriguing to me. I'm really into it. I'm like, maybe I should apply and be on it because I think I would be one, hilarious. And mm. two, I'm very into the idea of, okay, you are, have to just survive. Like, that's kind of interesting. And then on top of that, you like have to like, make friends and then also cut everyone's throat so I'm yeah if I could like survive and be as like good-natured as I feel I am mm-hmm. because people who like don't care about anyone and only care about themselves are usually the people that go that do well and then sometimes you have someone who it depends on the other people that are playing with you that like their loyalty helps them win out mm-hmm. but it's like either one or the other you either either have a team that wants someone evil or needs like someone evil wins or someone good wins so yeah so it's like interesting i am such a sucker for reality tv show oh girl tell me about it oh i like love it i mean the like the past few nights not every night but like every other night we've stayed up past our bedtime like watching it because i'm just so enthralled i'm like what's gonna happen next and it's not as gripping as like some of these other reality tv shows um but i think the the whole concept of like you are living on this island and basically all you eat is rice and coconut except sometimes you win a challenge and you get to eat like chocolates and pizza or mm-hmm. like they bring wine to you i'm like why if i was honestly in this situation i would not be drinking this alcohol it's the last thing i need right now yeah i want a big, huge cup of what they're like you get hot dogs and soft drinks and i'm like well i don't want the soft drink hard pass like i yeah. want water i just want yeah. water give me water give me maybe a fruit smoothie I mean, yeah, I need some meat, I need some carbs, maybe some fruit, but really I just want meat and water. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, so it's kind of neat to like see them do that, but then also the whole like strategy piece. The season that we're watching right now is all like people who had, have played it before, so it's like 100% oh. like 0% surviving, and so that is fun in a different way but I'm like I feel like the surviving part is an important aspect but no one really cares about that Mm -hmm. so like all of the strong strategic players are getting voted off first except for the stronger strategic players so now it's basically like a bunch of girls and like three dudes wow just like this one team keeps beating the other one because it's like all these like skinny weak girls compared to like three dudes and three women so Mm. 
Yeah. It is fascinating. The whole, I think the thing that I love about it is like the social dynamics. And I think yeah. that's why I would want to be on Survivor is like, okay, how can I like work this crowd? How can I like talk to these people to get people on my side and then I'll backstab them. But it's like, not that I would backstab them, but it's like this delicate balance between being people's friends, but not being too close to them because you have to like, you can't screw too many people over because then you won't like get the votes you need to win at the end. It's a very delicate balance, but I think orchestrating the human like social aspect of it, I think it would be my jam, no pun intended, because, (laughs) well, I do think that I could do some of the survivor stuff. I also know that I think I would also just give up. Like, I think I could do it, but I think I'm like not competitive enough like physically competitive enough to like just be like all right Shirley you can win it's fine I'll go home well see I think it's tempting when you're like I've been 20 days like out in the wilderness because one you're like either out in the blazing sun like all day long outside or well the whole thing that reminded me of this survivor thing was when you were talking about like cuddling with Sophie because like these people (laughs) when it Soons, like they're all just in a ball in the mm-hmm. middle of like tent, like holding on for dear life because they're like, I've been wet for like over 24 hours because they're yeah. just rained on. Yep. Like this one person lost a toenail. They're like, my feet won't dry. Like, yeah, grody. And in those moments, I know I'd be like, sweet Jesus, like vote me off right now. <laughs> like, I want to go to the hotel. I want to eat the all you can eat breakfast buffet. I don't care how much it costs. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna turn my right I'm turning myself in. Yeah, like I'm dumbzo. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I know that my will is my will is too weak. Dave, I'm sure all this background sound is gonna be really great for our listeners. Um, <laughs> Dave taking out their cycling. It's just showing that you have a very studious husband who is taking care of what you need taking care of around there. I know. Right, Dave? Dave is over here trying to pitch Patreon. I'm like, we don't have a Patreon. Just (laughs) can't Venmo me at Joanne. Hey, why why people got to Venmo you? I'm the one planning (laughs) a wedding over here. You can pick who you like better and Venmo that person. Wow. Venmo the person you think who would survive the longest on Survivor. Joanne, put our Venmos in the handle. We're going to get all these people requesting money from us in the handle. That's not what I meant to say, in the comments. (laughs) Speaking of Venmo, the other day, my little brother, Jonathan, (laughs) he just Venmos all of us sisters who don't live at home. He Venmoed us all $2 with the note, buy yourself something nice. (laughs) And then he called my sister, Helen, was like, you know that money I sent you? You have to split it with Austin. So you guys each get a dollar. Helen's like, okay, thank you. Bye, John. <laughs> but it seriously made my day. That's hilarious. So props to John. Wow. I do think it would be interesting for people just to decide who would survive longer in the wilderness. I do think that would also be interesting. I don't know. Who do you think, Joanne, would survive longest in the wilderness? I don't know. I think you do because I think you can get over yourself more than I can get really? over myself. <laughs> really? Because I think I really think I would be stuck in that monsoon and I would just be like crying in the corner. And <laughs> I would just like throw 
small will to live. And if I hadn't worked the crap enough, I think I would be done. So I also think I can't decide if I'm someone that people would take advantage of me because I'm a nice person or if I could be like charming enough that, and work hard enough that everybody like respects me so I could lay low for a while and make it far in the game before I have to start, start cutting throats or would I be seen as like a flirty girl, which is not what I would be trying to be, but just because I'm nice with everyone, they're like, she's a threat because she just flirts with everyone. That's true. Except for in this scenario, you are married. So do you think that Dave would let you flirt as a strategic move on Survivor? Well, that's the other thing is I'm like, I would be scared that they would edit it to make it seem more scandalous than it is. Like you, everybody (sighs) together in this shelter thing. Yeah. So I lay down to sleep and some weirdo guy lays next to me like that yeah. has nothing to do with me like not interested bye yeah but now it's on national tv for everyone to see like me and if i like that person tells a joke and i laugh and they cut it just right and they're like oh no it looks like that guy and that girl they're getting together at night and i'm like that is not what not what's happening but <laughs> now national tv everyone thinks that i was like cuddling with this dude mm-hmm. all night which is not true which is <laughs> so not true I, Maybe Dave would have to go on it with you. That would be interesting. Mm. Do you think they ever do couple Survivor? We're getting down a rabbit hole with Survivor. We might need to move on, but this <laughs> is interesting. It is interesting. Um, I know one. there's only two seasons on Netflix, and the one season that we've already watched, at the end they were like, promo for next season, was like Survivor Blood versus Water. And so like the promo... Oh voiceovers of like I know she should go but she's my mom and I don't know if I can vote for her so I think they had like pairs family friends I guess it has to be family if you're talking about blood is thicker than water oh yeah um yeah well okay we'll move on from survivor but first Maddie who do you think would last longer me or you (sighs) huh this is hard I think that I could, I think that I am very resourceful when it comes to surviving in nature. And so I think, and I am good at BSing my way through things. Like if I know a little bit about a subject, I'm good at convincing other people that I'm an expert in it. So I think that people might want me on their team because I could help them win stuff, but then they would eventually realize I'm not as good at things as I say I am. I think it would be, I think that people wouldn't take me seriously. I don't, I don't know. I think that they, hmm. I think that you would be more of like, you could like keep more of like a straight face and like have more of like, a game face to it where I feel like I would just like break down and not be competitive enough. Like, I think you would win for the sheer fact that you are more competitive than me. Mm, like, I think I would just be like, this isn't worth it. And, but the comp- I think that you underestimate how competitive you are mm-hmm. and that you would just like do it. I guess I see that's- you as a very competitive person, but would you classify yourself that way? Um, I think I would because every time Dave beats me at a board game, I do get upset to some degree. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I know I was competitive. competitive. 
I think I think about Survivor and I'm like, the prize isn't that good. It's a million dollars, which is awesome. But when you think about it, okay, first, now you have taxes. So it's somewhere mm-hmm. actually what you're taking, like $700,000, which mm-hmm. like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, if I were given $700,000, I'd be over the moon. Oh, but yeah. that's really only enough for like one big project, like paying off a house. I mean, yep. if you're going to have that kind of money and buy a nice house, like let's just say you spend 400 of it on a house, that leaves three. So, mm-hmm. right, four, yeah, $300,000. So now like you can invest that or you can go on like a shopping spree. So I just feel like the money goes way faster than when you're like a million dollars, amazing. Like mm-hmm. it's not as amazing unless you're doing something financially responsible, like investing a lot of it, blah, blah, blah. Because, um, yeah, it's just not going to last you that long if you're going to, you know, give some to your friends, give some to charity, go on a shopping spree, buy a house, buy a boat, buy whatever you Yeah, there's only wanted. so much you can do. Like that, so I don't know that that's enough to, like, tempt me through, like, the really, really hard things or to, like, motivate me to win. I think it's more like me getting to the end or, like, being known as, like, a survivor winner. That would be more alluring yeah. to me than the money. The fame. Yeah. Yeah. Think what that would do to our podcast, Joanne. If one of us won Survivor, <laughs> we would be, whoa, we would be, what? we'd be, at, we'd be actually famous, more famous than we already are. I know. And I know that would be hard because we're already pretty famous. <laughs> My mom listens to our podcast, so. Oh. Yeah. So, oh. So funny. I looked at our analytics the other day and it like can break it down by like app and, and platform that you listen on to. It's like so many iPhones, so many like Android, so many, whatever. And then there was a sole Alexa listener. And I was like, I know who that was. It was definitely my dad being like, Alexa, play the jam. (laughs) No, I see you dad. (laughs) Was it your dad? I don't know. I forgot to ask. But there was only one Alexa. And I was like, who the heck is like walking around their house like Alexa? (laughs) So I think it was my dad. My family doesn't have an Alexa. Oh, my dad loves the Alexa. Unless it was Arvin. No, it wasn't. He has an Alexa, but it probably wasn't him. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know many people with Alexas. I'm not crazy about it myself, but my dad loves it. Okay. Sounds like your dad is our main culprit. I think so. I think culprit, our main suspect. Suspect. For Alexa. For our one Alexa listener. For our one Alexa listener. Uh, Okay, but I was thinking today about our podcast, and I was thinking it would be fun to start having some guests on our podcast. I know we've already had Dave. Dave was our first guest, and Dave was a lovely guest. He was lovely. He's going to be hard to top, Dave. What'd you say? With Dave, will come out after this one. So if you're listening to this and you you haven't heard that episode, it's because it's still in post production. LOL. (laughs) But get excited. Dave talks about his vocation and how he fell in love with Joanne. And it's a lovely story. Every time. So you should listen to it. But I was thinking about what other, who else could we have on our podcast and I was thinking my mom would come on our podcast she has some really neat things that she could talk about I was especially thinking about how she could 
talk about, um, like, she has like a real passion for helping parents connect with their young kids. And I think like our demographic, I'm assuming it's like young moms and stuff, young people who are listening to this, but I think that what she has to say could be kind of cool. But if you guys have a suggestion of who we should have on our podcast, or if you're bold enough to say that you want to be on our podcast, let us know. And maybe you could become the next person on the jam. That's true. I don't know. Do you have any ideas, Joanne? Well, I know I talked to Bethany and I said, you should be a guest on our podcast. Oh yeah. Bring back the beef. Yeah. We got to get beefy on here. Oh, no, I think your mom would be great because she, I was texting with her um, tonight about better way training. Hmm. And anyway, I was like, well, while you're here, Barb, can you help me? Because Charlotte has a fever and uh, she's never been sick and I don't know what to do. So it was really good. And she was like, okay, do this, do that. It's probably fine. If it gets above this, then you need to do this. You could try this. I was like, thank you. Well, that's great. Yeah, it was good. She knows. I know. Well, cause I thought about you like mentioning something about how she really likes to be able to help people, you know, like younger, like you were just saying, like younger people, younger moms, not younger mm-hmm. people connect with their kids. And I'm like, okay, if she doesn't want to talk to me, then she can just not text me. Yeah, but it's one of her, it's one of her passions in life. Now that she, she used to teach these classes where she, they're like marketed towards the kids. Oh gosh, mom, I'm going to give away your secret, your market secreting marketing plan. But the classes are marketed towards the kids, but the classes are really for the parents teaching them how to mm-hmm. interact with their kids and help them with their motor skills, with their verbal skills, things like that. And oh, to fun. help like help parents help their kids in their, like along their developmental process which it's it's just fascinating I think it's so cool yeah no yeah the the nonprofit I interned for when I was getting my master's in social work they did similar it was typically for like low income or families that were at risk of um child abuse Mm. but it was very much towards like the infant brain like makes new neuro connections like you know a thousand per minute and, you know, these are the things that help it grow these brain pathways. And if they don't grow them when they're young, then they don't grow at all. So like, and these brain pathways help them to learn and blah, blah, blah. Like just how mm-hmm. important like, interacting, human interaction, eye contact, facial yep. recognition is with babies under one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I love all that stuff. I mean, I get really nerdy about all the, the, um, like not biology, but like the brains, the science behind it. Yeah. Um, Did you study yeah, that a pra- lot? Go ahead. The practicals, I mean, are really good and very basic, very easy. Most parents do it in, intuitively. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, I could do these like a little more intentionally or something, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not hard. Mm-mm. No, no. Did you study a lot of that in your social work degree? Um, I took a class on brain something that was pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, and I learned a lot of it at my internship. Cool. Yeah. Do you miss doing social work like in the field? Um, I do. I miss being able to help people like outside of my immediate family. Um, I volunteer with the crisis pregnancy center, mm-hmm. um, and was just, uh, installed as the vice president of this like formal moms group. 
Oh, cool. So, so I'm doing That's a couple. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. So it is, it's awesome. It's, it's exciting. Um, so yeah, so I'm doing a couple different volunteer things, which definitely help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think I miss doing it like day in and day out, like every, you know, like having the, that responsibility almost as mm-hmm. you do your job. Um, so yeah. Hmm. That's yeah. It's interesting that you like call out the responsibility part. Cause I think that's the thing that stresses me out about my job is like, I remember last year I had this moment. <laughs> this is so dumb, but I was like, not maybe not dumb, but I was sitting at my desk and I was working on this like pretty intense project. And I just had this like wave hit me that was like, Holy shit. Like people rely on me to do stuff and to like get stuff right for stuff in our organization and outside of our organization to work. Like, this is a ton of pressure. I better do a good job. Like, oh my gosh, I'm a real adult. People are relying on me. But then it was also like a good thing. Like, hell yeah, people are relying on me. I've got this together. If I don't have it together, I'll just go ask some questions and we'll figure it out. So the responsibility is a good thing, but it can also be stressful. But it's, in, it was, it's good for me to hear you say like, having that responsibility is a good thing because sometimes I wish I could just not have the responsibility and just like bake and cook all day. Yeah. You know, I mean, yes, because there definitely is like an allure to the fact that I like, I mean, while I can't like cook and bake all day because I like have to take care of this baby and you know, have other things and stuff like that. Like the fact, like my responsibility is, I don't want to say low, but like compared to someone who might be like doing casework for 20 clients, like the responsibility is very different. And yeah. so, yeah, but definitely cook and bake in the bar is, or the stress and the, the responsibility is lower in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I really like, I like being busy. I like having a full schedule. I don't know about busy. I don't know how I feel about that word. I kind of go back and forth. I hate it when people are like, sorry, I'm just so busy right now. And I'm like, well, you're not busy. You prioritize something else and you have a lot of plate, but it's not like you couldn't come to like my board game night because you were too busy is because it wasn't a priority to you. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want to get out box right now. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that responsibility piece, like, I mean, obviously as a, I mean, I stay home half the day and so I have certain responsibilities like to my family, but oh, yeah. they definitely great as like having a job, especially, yeah. When you're like, wow, I do things that like my company relies on me for. And if I just stopped doing them, like there would be serious, like bad things that could come from that. Yeah, serious repercussions, but in the same breath, I have, like, it's like, I'm not the savior of this project. If I screw up, like, or if I decide to go someplace else, everything will be okay. Do you find, like, are there, I'm trying to think of, like, what question I'm trying to ask, because I remember from college, I don't think we've talked about this yet, but, like, how you were super career oriented and focused and like you wanted to get your master's, you wanted to work in social work. That was kind of your trajectory. Not that you didn't, you can correct me if I'm wrong, not that you didn't like want to have a family right away or anything like that, but you were really 
excited about your career and your life has kind of taken a different direction than maybe you would have originally pictured. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I really have a question. It's just more of like yeah. a statement. And what do you think about that? Or like, how do you find yourself like using your career, your education and your passion for social work in your family life? And I guess you've kind of already answered that with like the different volunteer work and stuff you did, but um, yeah. So like, are you I'm grateful you still got your master's. I don't know what I'm trying to ask. Yeah. So it's funny. Cause this is something I feel like I think about, I like realized the other day kind of realized, re-realized that, yeah, like in college, it's, it wasn't ever that I didn't want to have a family. It's that I was excited about like these prospects of like doing these grand things with my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, like really having a family wasn't, it just like didn't dawn on me. Like it didn't dawn on me. Like you get married, you have a family. Like that's what naturally follows from marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it was a desire that I had. It's not like, oh, well, now I have to do this. It was, it was something I wanted, but I didn't really think about that, like, in conjunction with what I wanted to do. I remember when Dave and I were dating, I said, like, I'll never be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I want to have this career. Like, is that going to bother you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, the more, like, after having a baby, after being married, like, the more that that starts to change. And you're like, I, like, I don't know if I could have a full-time job. Like, mm. emotionally, I think that would be very difficult. And I think that's true for a lot of women. Um, I think some women, it's, they're like, I need to get away every day, da-da-da. I'm like, I don't feel like I have the bandwidth to do all of the house things that I would want or need to do and have kids and have, like, free time with them and play with them and love them and raise them the way I want to raise them and have a job. I just think at this point I have too many desires in my family life that I, I just, there's not enough hours in the day. Yeah. Um, okay with yeah. that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so it definitely is a struggle for me and I'm trying, that's part of like, I call it my quarter life crisis, like trying to figure out how does my love for like social work and for helping like, you know, women in crisis pregnancies or like, you know, young parents, cause that's just kind of the demographic I've always worked with. And that I really love working with mm-hmm. how do I like help these women or just, I mean, any woman who's kind of like down on her luck for whatever reason, cause that seems to be like what I gravitate towards. How do I kind of marry that with like my vocation and my, and being a mom and having these responsibilities at home and, and desiring those responsibilities at home Um, and yeah, so how does that all play out? So the volunteering is definitely like one avenue I've taken to kind of, you know, say like, I want to be at home with my kids, but I also miss doing, well, my kid, I don't, I only have one kid. I want to be at home with my kid, but I also want to, um, like use these gifts, like this education, this love for something different that I have. And like, how does that work with, you know, my, uh, life. And then too, like even things like this podcast or mm-hmm. wanting to be involved in a mom's group or anything else. Like how do those things fit into my life as well? Like how can I have like quote unquote, like entrepreneurial pursuits Yeah. while being a mom and, mm. and like working part-time and doing all of, like having all of these like little, like they're not really side hustles. I don't want to call them a side hustle, but like adjacent hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> your other other your other passions. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's right now like I, I don't have a good adjacent hobbies, sorry. <laughs> what? Adjacent hobbies. It's just a really good way to put it. You don't want to say side hustle. Sorry. Because I don't know, side hustle it just seems like I'm doing this just to, you know, like get extra money. And it's like no, no I'm not really in some of these things for the money. Or I really, honestly, none of them make me money. So if I was for the money, I would be really bad at it. <laughs> um, but like, how do I, yeah, how do I kind of merge all of these things? And I think it's, it's hard. Like, you know, doing the volunteering thing is, is definitely awesome, but I wish I had more time to dedicate to it. Or like doing housework is like this morning I woke up early and I was doing the chores and I'm like, I could be so productive if I don't have a baby or a husband. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess. But if you didn't have a baby or a husband, you'd be going to your full-time job, Joanne. So, <laughs> so you still wouldn't have time for anything. Okay. So I think it's also like a classic gra- grass is always greener. Like oh, I could yeah. sit and think like if I was single, I would have time to do all these things that I just find like I never have time for. Mm-hmm. But if I was single, I wouldn't have Charlotte, who is like the delight of my life. So, or Dave, who's like also the delight of my life so yeah so it's it's kind of like you know you I don't know it's like I feel like in my head it's one big hot mess hmm yeah maybe it's something you're still like living into you know oh it definitely is you haven't been a mom for that long no I have not I do not have my thoughts in any type of cohesive Instagram uh, caption or it doesn't have to be that's boring (laughs) anyways who cares it's, about stuff like that? Not me. No. I'm I don't really even bad read. at Instagram. What'd you say? I said, I don't even read the captions anymore. <laughs> I like, sometimes I think of witty ones. Like I didn't post anything for Charlotte's birthday because I just didn't have time. And now I'm like, well, it's a couple days late. And I don't know. But I was going to do like birth space day, baby. And then birthday baby. Mm. I thought that was a good caption. I'm good with the one-liners, but I'm like, we don't need paragraphs. I don't read that stuff. I don't know who does. Somebody has to, I guess. Somebody has to, I guess. I mean, they don't have to. Maybe people just more post it for their own joy. There are a couple authors that I read their captions because they sound good. But, like, I don't know. Sometimes my friends' captions. Love you guys, but I don't read your captions. (laughs) Shout out to my friends, but your captions suck. Just kidding. That's not what Joanne's saying. It's not not what I'm saying either. Your captions don't suck. I don't even have captions. And anytime I post a caption, my troll of a sister at Helen Crone always posts something snarky back at me. It makes me feel very self-conscious. I know I'm only 26, but I know I act on Facebook and Instagram like a 55-year-old. Sorry, Mom, 55 isn't that old, but... Honestly, my mom is better at social media than I am. Your mom cracks me up when we talk about social media. I, like, I love it. She's like, I just learned how to do this thing, or... I think everybody can see this thing. And I'm like, nope, they definitely can't. (laughs) It's it's like super innocent, but it's also like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I feel the same way though. Like when I get on social media, it's like, there are things that I know, but there are other things that I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Your mom's like, oh, it's just right over here. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) thank you. 
<laughs> it's because my sister Ava helps her out. Shout out to Ava. Shout out to Ava, you. if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Ava's so cool. She just got her bridesmaid's dress for my wedding. Oh. Cool. Like a hot mama in it. But stay wow. away, boys. She's 16, so just give her some time. I thought she was, like, 18. No. Oh, just she's kidding. Not. She's very mature, though. Well. Anyways, my siblings got a lot of cameos in this episode. Yeah, John, Ava, Helen, Sophie. Yep, yep they all did. Wow. They all got a, they had a lot to say. Wow. Shout out to William. <laughs> <laughs> William, if you're listening, <laughs> your dad got a shout out. <laughs> yeah, my dad did get a shout out. That's true. Mm. Wow. Nailed it. Nailed well, it. this could be about New Year's resolutions, but that's okay. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> we talked about, do you want to, do you want to give a little like end cap about what you're, if you're resolutioning anything for the New Year? Or we can do another one next week on resolutions. That's a good idea. That's probably a good idea. Just because I feel like we could ramble about them and then we pull episode instead of, you know. This was just one about Survivor and who would be better at it. Well, we talked about Yeah, I just transitioned to a new job. It's my fifth job within the same company in the past three years. And I'm pretty excited about it. It's, I never thought that I would have a career. And I do. And I'm grateful for it. Um, it's not what I want to do forever, but I'm grateful that I get the chance to learn and grow and stretch this muscle that I never thought that I would be very good at. I'm very entrepreneurial and like kind of a self-starter, but I never thought of myself as like having a career for some reason, Mm. but funny how God works. We should have just swapped. We should have just swapped. (laughs) It's okay. I'm getting married here soon. I know it's true, but I'll still have my career. For a little bit at least. That's okay. Yeah. I mean you 26 have- days till I get married. I saw that today. Uh, and I knew it was coming up quick, but 26 days. Whoa. Cool. Did you find a new venue yet? How's your venue? Did. We found a new venue and it's gonna be better than the first one. And it's uh, called Lake Wasoda. Oh I guess if anyone wants to crash. Oh, Dang, this my second choice Airbnb was like right next to there. Oh really? Yeah, bummer. Bummer. You're gonna you're really close to the church though. You know, it's true. I am really close to the church. Yeah, this is Lake Wasota event golf and event center. And the people there have been awesome to work with. I realized after I started looking into it that my favorite teacher from high school, she and her husband own it. So it's fun huh. to get to work there and they were super generous with us. Um that's awesome. So they made it affordable, and we're really excited to get to have our event there. It's super special. Barb and Kurt, my parents, are going to go tour it on Wednesday, but I already signed the contract, so hope <laughs> they like it. But <laughs> when you only have 26 days before you wedding and you need to find a new venue, beggars can't be choosers. But I am not. I am very blessed. This place is beautiful, and we're going to get to be able to take our yeah. pictures on the grounds. It's gorgeous. Oh, so, that's, that's right by a lake, which I love lakes. So it's going to be great. It, it's so convenient not to have to go to a third location for your pictures. Mm-hmm. I just, I found that it was just really easy because you just get in the car and you go one place and it's yep. just easier done, blah, blah, blah. And you still get nice pictures and that's yep. all. Yeah. 
we're super, yeah, we're super excited about it. It's going to be great, but God is really taking care of us. Just send up all the prayers that no one gets sick before on or after our wedding. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Well, speaking of sick, I probably need to go check on my sick baby and make sure she, her fever is. Oh yeah. Make sure Charlotte's doing okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got to talk. Yeah. Thanks everybody for joining us on this hodgepodge of an episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We sure did. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Jam. Be sure to follow us on social media, check out our website, and come back to your favorite podcast app for our episode next week.